Hello everyone, welcome to the Joe Vore Podcast, JB Podcast Network, The Bachelor Roundup, Episode 6. Joe Vore, Daniel McGuire, you know him, he's been doing these, Season 12, Bachelorette, Seasons 3 and 4, Bachelor in Paradise. Before we jump into this, just a reminder, every single Tuesday our Bachelor Roundup recaps drop on YouTube. Joe Vore, be sure to subscribe, we're also available, podcast, audio style, Apple and Spotify, the Joe Vore Podcast, be sure to follow rate, review, and subscribe. So Daniel, we get a little um, foreshadowing. We've been seeing this clip for the last few weeks. Heather Martin has arrived, and Chris Harrison is down there. He's like, who? Who's here? Heather Martin? What are you doing here? This is such a surprise. This is obviously staged, right? I mean, this was pretty bad. I, yeah, I just wonder like, how many people think that it's not staged or don't like it think of that when it happens. I'm curious. I mean, most of society is in that right, so I wouldn't be surprised that at least half of them think it's real. But, uh, yeah, it's pretty bad acting. I mean, Chris Harris is not an actor, but you, know, you think by now they would just be like, you know, kind of tell that his plan. You just tell us, you know? It's, yeah. People are going to be more interested, you know? Yeah. And, you know, we're, we're breaking this down critically, but honestly, Chris Harrison's approval rating with his audience is so high that even if he's a bad actor, everyone's going to be like, oh, Chris, you're so funny. We love you. I don't know if people like him or not. I, I'm not aware of that. I think everyone everyone that I know really likes him. I like him, but not a great actor. But anyways, um, we pick back up where we kind of left off with last episode. The two-on-one, I've talked about it. We've talked about it on this show. Two-on-ones never end well we've said it before we're going to say it again someone always goes home sometimes we see both of them go home immediately but the person that usually survives the two-on-one sometimes doesn't make it past that night's rose ceremony or they're usually gone within one to two weeks maybe two weeks if they're super lucky so we have mj and we have josenia we see them we kind of pick back up they're going at each other one-on-one then Matt walks in, and this is where we officially pick up with some new content, some new footage from last week. We saw Matt walking in. That's when we got the to-be-continued screen. So Matt's here. He grabs Josenia first, one-on-one, -on -one, and she comes right out and says, MJ's a liar. She's not a good person. This, that, this is what's going on. Calls her out. Matt's kind of shocked because this is not what Matt has seen from MJ He's not aware of all these things being said about MJ, but you can tell it's definitely making him think. He grabs MJ. She denies, she denies, she denies. She brings out the tears. She tries to do what she can. And then Matt says, we got no decision yet. Matt's like, I got to think about this. Matt leaves. They go back at it again. They're still going at it. Matt walks back in and for his decision. Now, I want to ask you, Daniel, you're watching this. At this point, who did you think was going to get the rose before you saw the decision? I had a feeling that MJ would. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's easy for us as a viewers because we see, we can see a little bit more what's going on. He's not hanging out with women, but um, I had a feeling that MJ would. She just seems a little bit... Uh, evil and uh yeah. you know, fake she's saying she didn't do this and that didn't cause any problems she or she's just delusional you know not aware of what she's saying and doing you know? yeah mj's kind of like amc stock i really really liked her i'm really glad that i was in early she's my ohio girl i was rooting for her 
And it kind of turns out I wish I would have sold her a long time ago when she was a lot more hot than she is now before I kind of found out she's kind of a fraud. So you still have AMC is what you're saying? She's kind of, she's on that AMC trajectory right now. You obviously still have AMC. I still have AMC, but I got in like at two bucks. I bought it like beginning of January before it went mainstream. So I didn't have much. So, so nothing, nothing crazy. I think if I cashed out, I'd have five bucks, but so MJ goes home. Josenia's journey continues. No cocktail party. And this is what was cracking me up. Ryan, but just, to, but just sorry, just quickly. So I'm not surprised. I yeah. mean, Matt obviously said sent MJ home. He obviously he obviously knew you know that something was going on. Um, so he's not. And I guess he's fairly aware of what's going on in the house, and he picked up the, that vibe that she wasn't the right person, at least for him, and to be there. Yeah, and I do have to give you credit because you said you're like Matt. Matt did a good job. You're like he saw kind of right through her bullshit. He kind of saw right through it. He he kind of picked up with kind of he kind of gathered the vibe that we have seeing everything without being able to see anything. So I thought he handled it pretty well. Yeah. 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 So like we said, no cocktail party now. Ryan, a new girl. This was cracking me up. Ryan, who's been there for five minutes, she already got a one on one with Matt and she is like bawling her eyes out like at this leading up to this rose ceremony. I was like, what's, does she not really, so she comes in on this second wave. She doesn't get to come. So she, she, she's sitting on a lot. She has a lottery ticket here and she cashed it in. She didn't, she wasn't part of the first wave of the contestants. She still gets to come in on this second wave. She's there for five minutes. She's a new girl. Everyone hates her. She gets a one-on-one. That's super lucky. Some of the girls that have been there the whole time Still don't have one-on-one. Still will never get a one-on-one. And yet, she's bawling her eyes. I mean, like, when you were watching this, like, what what's going through your head? Because I was like, are we serious yeah, here? I'm just thinking that some of these girls are just train wrecks. They're just uh, super emotional. Um, I don't know. I don't think they're faking it. I, just, I feel like there's maybe getting too caught up in, in it. I don't know. Right. But I mean, it's never, I would never date most of these girls. <laughs> Smart move, smart move, and we see it behind the scenes, so we know that for for sure that wouldn't be the uh, wouldn't be the move there. So the the next day, um, we, Chris Harrison he delivers a group date card. Piper, her name's not on it. She gets the one on one, and now uh, uh, Serena C grabs Katie. A little sidebar, one-on-one, two girls, Serena C. and Katie to talk about Katie's antics. Um, and it kind of really... Her antics, yeah, her antics basically were that she brought up that there was a bunch of bullying going on in the house. Yeah. like, And that it was getting over the top. That's basically all she said. Serena C., I'm not a big fan of her at all. No. I, no. I don't like her. And we'll get to it. I can't believe that she got a rose. But, yeah, I was like... So she's whistleblowing for just bad things that are going on in the house. And she's like, not really naming people by names. She's just trying to make Matt aware of it, which I think is a, like, I have no issue with it. Yeah. And then Serena said, saying that it's her fault for all this stuff coming yeah. up. It's like, well, I'm just, she, Katie's just basically telling Matt that there was a whole bunch of one going on and it was over the top. And Serena's mad that this got brought to attention and that her, she's not getting as much time. I mean, it's, it really comes down to insecurity, you know? Yeah. 
Oh, for, for sure. It comes down to insecurity. It comes down to her being frustrated. She's ending up on these group date cards. She's blending in because we'll just call it what it is. She doesn't really stick out. Like she's not a shine in Matt's eye. She's just not. And so she's frustrated and she's trying to take this out on Katie. She goes, who like, how can I start a narrative here? How can I, you know, who has something that's just enough where I can run with it? And that's exactly what Serena C is doing. And like you, I don't like it. It's insecurity. I, I just don't like it at all. Um, so it turns into a screaming match. It ends. Serena C walks back in. She's like, oh my gosh, to the other girls, this and that. Oh my God. Wow. What's going on? All this screaming. And Katie comes and she goes, you know, you don't have to whisper. And then they kind of start going at it again, uh, which was great. So we have that little interaction in the house, a little behind the scenes. And now, Daniel, it's time to meet Heather Martin. Now, I know you don't watch the show. She was on Colton's season. She was... Now, you know we've had virgins on the show before. Apparently, her time on the show before she was kissed, she had never been kissed. So you know the little... When they, when they put their name tags on their heads, you know, it says... Here's her, you know, here's her name, here's her age, and hers just said, never been kissed. Yeah, it's funny how, like, people still take that show serious, you know? It's like, someone, I mean, like, Heather's very good looking. I'm like, no one kissed her, nothing? Yeah, I find that thought very, very surprising. Yeah, I wasn't feeling that. So it comes back to our little preview that we got. Chris Harrison out there, oh my gosh, Heather, what are you doing here? What a surprise. So like we said, Colton season, apparently... I think she said she was spending time with a friend, a mutual friend, you know, or she knew, or this person knew Matt over quarantine. She goes, oh my gosh, this guy's the best. You know, you guys would be great together, this and that. So Heather felt, I have to meet him. I have to meet him. I, I can't, you know, let him get engaged to someone else. I can't let him go through this entire show without meeting him. It looks like you're going to say, what's up? I was going to say, do you, so do you, the question I have is, do you find that creepy? Or is that, is it over the top? Or is it one of these things where... Maybe she really thought this is a potential love of my life. I don't want to get, a, I don't want him to get away or she just thought, you know, maybe I could get some airtime. I don't know. Like, I just wonder. I think it's it a little bit of both. Cause I've come to really, I, I really like Matt. I think Matt's done a good job. It seems from what we've seen, he's a really good guy. So I'll give the benefit. Well, single and then maybe you can go try to, you know, meet him or something. <laughs> <laughs> I might try, I might take you up on that. Maybe 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 I'll sh maybe the, the big kicker here is in two weeks I'm gonna show up on the show. Be like, hey, me, I'm the YouTube guy. I can't I cannot meet I, I have to meet this guy. Matt's like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> who, who the fuck is this guy? Why does he look like why is he dressed like Chris Harrison? What are you doing here? I'm like, I'm coming for your job, Chris. And I'm like, Matt, what's up? You wanna grab a drink, buddy? Let's be buddies, let's be friends, let's be pals. Um, so yeah, so, so, so I think it's a little bit of that. And also it's, uh, yeah, I, I think it's, you know, she's bored over quarantine. She's single, you know, she, she's in this bachelor universe. She was a contestant on the bachelor and she's just trying to get back in the game. And honestly, I'm sure the producers were all about it because it's a fun storyline. They have the environment to do it. They're not traveling all over the place. They're like, yeah, if Matt says yet, yes, great. We'll make sure that she quarantines and we're good to go. This is great for ratings. I agree. I think it all checks out. I think it really does. Um, you know, from all the stuff that we've kind of, you know, that I've learned from you over the I'm, show. I'm not. I'm just, you know, you just wonder, like, some girl out of nowhere just comes out like, 
is she a stage five clinger? You know, is she a stalker? You yeah. know, I just, well, I definitely think it would be weirder. Like if she was just showing up randomly, like we said, she has this friend that knows Matt. I forget. I didn't go back and look at who she said or what it was. Um, you know, and obviously she, whoever the friend was really talked up Matt. So that got Heather's interest and she's a part, like we said, of the bachelor universe already. So I think that makes it a little more normal in this crazy made up imaginary world that is the bachelor and bachelorette. So I think it all kind of checks out, but if I show up, that'd be weird. Or if a girl like me showed up, that's totally on the outside. That's just a fan that has oh, some, looks like, yeah, that'd, be ah, that'd be bad. It'd be like that weird Snapchat filter that we see people doing. Um, all right, so let's let's get back. Okay, so so Chris Harrison says I can't make any promises, my, not my decision, but I'll run the message up the hill to Matt, and we'll see what happens. We'll get to that later. But first, we have Piper's one-on-one night walk. She flips this, you know, imaginary switch that they have in the woods, and it's a carnival. It's basically Greece at night without the song and dance. Um, and so so we we see that going on. They're at this carnival together. They're doing carnival games. Blah blah blah. Back at the house, another group date card. Whose name isn't on it? Katie's name. She's going to get the one-on-one. We're going to get to that. But first, we're back from commercial, and we find out. Before we get to back to Piper's one-on-one, we find out that Heather, the box was checked yes. She's officially in quarantine at her hotel, away from the resort, and she's just quarantining. She's doing her little vlog videos, whatever. Those are always like extremely cheesy and hard to watch, but... We know that Heather's in the ball game here. Obviously, no surprise there. She was going to be around. She wasn't going to be around just for that second. Um, so when you found this out, when you saw this, obviously, I know you're not surprised. But what did you think? So let's start with this. From a viewer perspective, from someone that's watching the show that wants to be entertained, how? what were your initial thoughts when you realized, okay, Heather's going to be a part of this? I mean, yeah, because so far this episode has been pretty boring. Besides right. a little bit of that Serena and Katie fight, but um, yeah, it's been pretty boring. And I mean, obviously, it sucks for the girls that are currently there, but for entertainment's sake, yeah, why not? Yeah, I love it. Mix it up. We don't, haven't really seen things like this before. It feels like we've referenced before. It feels very paradise, where new people are coming in, relationships have been formed, and people are coming in and out uh, of paradise. So we get back to Piper's date dinner time. Once again, we see another one of these situations. She says to Matt that she's falling for him. He smiles. He seems to like it. She gets the rose, but again, we saw this with Kit and now we've seen it with Piper. He doesn't say it back. Rachel is the only girl that he said it back to. Yeah, I mean, you, it could be one of these things where, you know, maybe we're just like, you're looking into, into it too much. Maybe he does like, love them all. Or, I mean, I, I highly doubt it, but or maybe just only likes or loves one. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, but I just I look below the surface because if he feels the same for all those girls that have said it, why is Rachel the only girl that he said it back to? You know what no, I mean? Of course. No, I know. I'm just it's different possibilities. For sure, for sure. So, uh, but but the date still goes really well. She gets the rose. Uh, like we said, Rachel's the only girl that he said it back to. Uh, we, then they wrap up the night. Little little private concert, Temecula Road action. I kind of like this. I, every time they put a musical person on, I end up listening to some of their music. Actually pretty good, some of these le- lesser-known artists. What do you think about like just the ridiculousness of these uh, like private little concerts that they do? 
Well, I, mean, I think it's, yeah, I mean, it's cool if you're on the date, but to yeah. be honest, like I said before, I skip through all these one on <laughs> I just find it too boring and just, oh man, I put a gun to my head. It's so much. <laughs> but this is riveting know, stuff, to- man. <laughs> It's an, hour and a half, it's an hour and a half episode, and so I want to cut it down as fast as my, as fast as possible, right? Yep, no, true. Fair, 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 fair. So group date time, they go bowling. I'm like, why the fuck is Matt in this horrible... He's been so well-dressed. Why is he in this bowling shirt? I'm like, oh, they're going bowling. So, of course, they split it up into two teams. This, a little less controversial than uh, boxing, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I, well, like I showed you that article. Yeah. People weren't happy about them boxing, which, again, I was a little surprised as surprise as well this isn't like mtv the challenge or whatever right um so yeah it'd be pretty intimidating going into a boxing ring you've never for, for sure. done that sort of thing before so yeah this is more uh a, a decent group date you know for sure so so they break up into two teams obviously um and, and just like we've seen in the bachelor for years and the bachelorette two teams winning team gets the after party the losing teams gotta walk back and uh, they, they don't get the after party. So I want to ask you about this because when the, the, the pink petals or whoever, whoever that team was, they win. The blue team loses. They have to walk back. And they're very frustrated, especially later on. I know time with Matt and time with the Bachelor Bachelorette is always important. But don't you think these little gimmicky things where one team wins and the other team doesn't get the, you know, the full night, don't you think this late in the game – it's kind of like, okay, maybe we can do this fun group date, but shouldn't everyone get a chance to be there afterwards? I mean, because it's kind of getting to that point in the season. Yeah, yes and, yes and no. I, I feel like the show has always done this where, you know, the winning team gets more time. I mean, that's right. like, what's the point of winning if you're not going to get rewarded? And with the group getting split up, say, eight from eight down to four, you get more time with a person. For right? sure. So that way, it's more, you get obviously it's better for yourself. And if all of a sudden they get let back in, it's kind of like shit. So you're getting ten minutes. You know, you're getting five minutes. Yeah. So um, yeah, when the other group came back in, I was just like, I mean, I would have liked that. I don't know. I mean, this whole, this whole as I, I've done the show and I've seen I, I've seen the show and I'm, this whole situation is very unrealistic. Right. So because yeah, because I, I understand, you know, what's the point of winning, but I also look at it from the other side. You're late, you're this late in the season, and you're like, my ability to bowl has nothing to do with my connection with Matt. You oh, see, course, you see, what I, you, you see what I mean? I mean, at the same time, let's late in the season, they're still bringing in new guests. I mean, this whole show isn't about actually finding love. I mean, how many of the relationships have actually lost outside of the outside of the, you know, filming. Right. So I don't know, I guess if they wanted to make this whole show more realistic and you said this late in the game, it would just be like, Matt, okay, go hang out in the house with the 10 people or however right. many people there the whole day for five days straight, you know, that's be a lot more realistic than, you know, getting on these, doing these bowling dates and winners and losers and right. the whole situation that currently is, but for sure, you know, it is what it is. For sure, for sure. So um, back in the loser's circle, like we said, they came back. I kind of like the gesture because, you know, what's the point in winning? I'm not one of those persons. Everyone gets a trophy, everyone. I'm not not that at all. But at the same time, I'm like, this late in the game, I think every you know everyone should get their chance. But I understand. I understand. Right. I, yeah, we're on the same page there. But I can also agree with you that the girls who won are fucking pissed. 
<laughs> and rightfully so. Like I would be upset because like you said, my time gets cut in half or maybe I get cut out altogether. And that's, you know, th that would, you know, and especially going from that mindset of, hey, we won. This is great. Get going to have this time. And then boom, it's just swept out from underneath you. Um, also, like when, I, when I did this, the football date and we played a game and we lost and then all of a sudden they're like, okay, you know what, losers, come on, we'll take you in. It's kind of like, oh, geez, thanks for the sympathy award in our time. Is, yeah. Again, right. again, the whole situation, fighting you know, <laughs> over one person is just, and it's weird. It, it's very weird. Anyway. So, so now, uh, so Michelle, she ends up getting the group date rose. She takes that home. Now, Tyler C shows up, fan favorite, Hannah Brown season. Um, he's apparently roommates with Matt, which I thought was pretty cool, which I did not know. So they're super close. They're best friends, roommates. Uh, you know, Tyler C, you know, they're shooting pool. Kind of gets him fired up for his date, one-on-one -on -one date with Katie. And they had a kind of an interesting one-on-one -on -one date for this late in the season. They kind of basically played Impractical Jokers where they hired this actor masseuse who was, you know, g giving, you know, Tyler C a massage and she has a little earpiece in and they're basically in in her ear, just like Impractical Jokers kind of punked Ashton Kutcher hybrid, calling the shots, telling them what to do, what to say. And she's being awkward. She's like rubbing his, his nipples and like squeezing, like twisting his nipples. They're, she's like taking phone calls and like talking about him out loud right in front of him. So obviously that was a big prank, um, which was kind of funny to watch, but would you be kind of upset if you were Katie, you know, if you were in her situation and this was the bachelorette, you have a date with the lovely bachelorette and you're like, we're kind of doing this bullshit fuck around game and we're, you know, approaching hometowns. Yeah. Um, so yes and no. First off, I think this date idea is probably one of the best they've had. Um, it I was fun. fun. I think you could have so much fun with it. I think you'd be funny. You'd be laughing and you could see where the person's imagination's at and, you know, all that sort of thing. And, uh, but yeah, this late in the game, it's getting on the fence of maybe it should have been done earlier in the season. Right. Um, I feel like the editing and whatnot, they could have, they could have shown us more, like, for example, like they could have drawn it out a little bit more and, Played around with it even more so because right. it was pretty PG. It was pretty PG and right. lame. I feel like they could have even made it funnier. Oh yeah. But I think the great the, that date uh, or that whole thing was perfect. Um, it just made sense. Obviously, if it was only an hour and that's that's all you got, then yeah, you know, kind of sucks. But I think obviously you'd rather go on like a hot air balloon ride and you know horseback riding or yeah. ATVing and doing that sort of thing all day would be better right but i still think it's a great i think it was a great idea um yeah, you're, you're actually kind of you're, you're kind of making me come around on this because you know uh, when i first saw it i'm like oh this would this would suck this isn't like the the romantic like big thing but at the same time they're one-on-one -on -one, they're spending time together they're you know they're being themselves they're being silly they're being comical and obviously this wouldn't happen in the real world unless you're on a TV show, but it kind of has a parallel. Like if you're out on a date or out at a bar and you start doing people watching or something like that, you know, that's something that happens in the real world. So I'm actually kind of coming around on this idea, especially when you have a dinner date to follow it. I actually have kind of flipped. I kind of like it now. And I, and I, I would have, I would have loved to do, to do it. I mean, you see some of these dates over the years where, you know, they're making pottery, like, or they got to do yoga and it's, yeah. a lot of it, a lot of these dates are horrible. I mean, 
so I think to myself, yeah, I would enjoy this. I mean, obviously it'd be better if you had that plus a hot air balloon yeah. and, you know, some other extras, you know, flying in a plane together. But, right. um, I, yeah, I think, I think it would be great. I would have enjoyed it. Right. Okay. So let's get to dinner time. Katie, Matt, um, it kind of gets serious there. It's a solid date so far. And you even said, you sent me a message. I want to know what you what you saw or maybe what you heard or just how you felt because you said, you're like, I don't feel like she's going to get the rose. And she ends up not getting the rose. Matt picks it up. He goes, it just wasn't enough. He, he just couldn't give her the rose. Katie goes home. Why did you feel that way? What, what was, you know, what, you know, instinct? How did you feel? Well, well first off, I think, everyone has got a, a rose. That's kind of one indicator. Like on the one-on-ones, everyone kept getting a rose. Um, that was just a small part of the reason why, but also I just feel like, I don't know, just they're different people. I think, yeah. um, even though I think Katie is, is one of my more favorite yeah. cast, as in if I were to date someone like looks wise, she's not bad for me, but personality wise, I think she's pretty good. I don't know if the fact that her like, not tattletaling, but bringing up the bullying thing right. had anything to do with like the fact that she's kind of associated with these negative, the negative people that were there. Um, yeah. No, I think that's a great point because I don't know if that really worked against her, but at the same time, I mean, I, we don't know what it was like, you know, that didn't make it to the show, but as an audience, as a viewer, the really only times that we saw her is when she was tangled up with Serena C or Queen Victoria, we don't really have any memorable moments of her and Matt. And if there were any, they totally got washed away in a viewer's perspective by the drama stuff, if that makes sense. Like I said, we just we also just didn't see really any connection in the first five episodes no. with King and Matt. So again, it was just not, I wasn't too, super surprised that she got sent home, um, yeah. Right. The, the only glimpse of chemistry we got is when they were messing with Tyler C and the masseuse, but really it's hard to mess that up. I mean, you could take two people that yeah. really don't know each other and they could have fun with that. So that's not a huge like indicator. More of a yeah, it seemed like more just like a fun friendship than right. anything more serious. So. 100%. 100%. So, so Katie out. Heather is in. Heather pulls up in her minivan in all its glory. She looks good. Heather looks good. She walks up the red carpet, she walks in, she gives a little wave to the girls, and you know, as we know, a good-looking blonde-haired girl with blue eyes, no one's ever been intimidated by that, so she walks in, walks past everyone, everyone's like, who the fuck is that? Who, like, they're, in their head, they're like, who is this bitch? I swear to God, if someone else, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill her, I'm gonna rip her hair out, I'm gonna beat her up, like, people have to be furious, they're like, confused, and then she walks in. Matt is talking, this is so telling for me. She's talking to, he's talking to Piper one-on-one. -on -one. Piper recently just said, I'm falling for you. They had a one-on-one. -on -one. She got a rose. Things are clicking with them. She walks in. Matt completely forgets about her. He's basically like, get the fuck out. What's up, Heather? He was super excited to see Heather. He was surprised. He was taken back. And, and you can just see that in his eye. He's like, what's no. like, he was, he not like, what's up, Heather? Like, what's up heather like sit down let me, let me talk well, at you. it seems like from there from his body language and kind of what he briefly said or not it seemed like they know each other no they, they definitely that, that, that mutual friend or whoever it was i wish i would have went back and found out I'm exactly sure who it was i'm sure they've hung out before i'm sure they've hung out before they've had sure. to have yeah so yeah you could tell he was pretty excited and uh yeah 
And, and the girls is funny from the, the little clip that we saw there with Heather coming in and then the preview for next episode. Man, these girls are so salty. They're oh, yeah. So but, but rightfully so. I totally get it. Yeah, but at the same time, like, you got to understand that it's not it's not that she's coming in to try to piss these girls off. That, that, that you got to realize, be pissed off at the producers for letting it happen. You know, right. you got to realize this, this is a reality TV and this is entertainment that, like, you know, just because, like, oh, she's a bigger calling her, like, name, she's a bitch, stupid, or whatever it is. Yeah. And it's like, you don't even know the person. Right. And you're going to just call these things. But as we've you know? seen in real life, and especially this show, because it's magnified, it's on TV, just like we saw with Britney. Britney comes in. It's not her fault that they brought her in late. Anna wants to spread the whole escort thing, ruin her name. You know, Britney stuck around for a few episodes. She's gone now. But st at the end of the day, you're right. The root of the problem is the, you know... If you're a girl, the root of the problem truly is the producers, the people that let them on the show, right? Or be mad at Matt. Matt's the one that, you know, had to, of course, give the okay for Heather to come back. But the but what's always going to happen, it's always going to fall back on the person. It's always going to be Brittany. How do we get Brittany out of here? Oh, I kind of heard maybe she was an escort. So let's just throw that out there and see if it sticks to the wall. This isn't Heather's fault, but she's the one that's here. So fuck her. And that's not fair, but that's the reality. Yeah, I mean, this kind of goes into real life where your girls are pretty catty towards each other in <laughs> situations like this. I mean, guys can too, but I, I don't think they're not like as name calling. Yeah, I don't know. And I Sorry mean, to say, I don't, I mean and, and I've always seen this show as kind of survival of the fittest. I mean, especially in non-COVID times where they're traveling all over the place, all these different time zones, in and out of suitcase hotels long nights drinking you know not exactly taking the best care of yourself you're worn down i mean at the end any little wrinkle to the system you're going to be frustrated with so the producers from an entertainment perspective great but if you're a contestant on the show you're like i i just won this battle now you're throwing another one at me i feel like I, i'm not making any ground here i feel like i'm treading i'm treading water yeah, it's got to be frustrating. It's got to be frustrating for sure. Absolutely. Okay. Any final thoughts, Daniel, before we wrap up? No. Next episode should be good, hopefully. I'm, this I'm episode was a little bit boring, but yeah. what, what, because what? I'm not on the TV screen. Yeah. So, so what do you think? I want to know. I think Rachel's still she's my number one. The final four. There's no, she's not going to be in the final four. Well, one of the reasons why I think that, because, again, I think I already said, I think I saw, like, a spoiler where it was, like, final four, and from what I remember, she wasn't in it. Gotcha. But... Um, is is Rachel? I could be wrong. I don't know. Yeah. She 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 might get a she might get a rose and make it one one yeah. one week or something. Like but I can't see her going long term. Gotcha. We'll see. Rachel's still my number one. Unbound with the names. Which one is she? She's the one. She, they had a really good one on one date. They did the shopping with the celebrity stylist. He said he was falling in love with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah I got that one. Yeah, yeah I, I think yeah, that's. Still. I think that's been the strongest connection. So that's my number one still. Otherwise, you could just slide in her DM and be like, hey, I'm that fucking guy. That's... Hey, I'm that guy. I know you've seen me. I know you listen to the show. You want to come on the show? I'm uh, Chris Harrison's idol. <laughs> Chris Harrison looks up to me. Looks up to me. What's up? It's good to have confidence. I love it. Uh, <laughs> that's right. I'm, 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 I'm far gone. I'm, I'm in, that's why I love this show, because I'm not even in touch with my own reality, apparently. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for watching another episode, episode six. 
The Bachelor Roundup, Joe Vore, Daniel McGuire. Again, remember, to every single Tuesday, YouTube, Joe Vore. Be sure to subscribe. Apple and Spotify, the Joe Vore Podcast. Follow, rate, review, and subscribe. Talk to you guys next Tuesday.